Jokes. I fully intend to make sure Lathia doesn't get any uh, sky thistle this session. Oh. <laughs> Rude asshole. Good luck. <laughs> the look. That ain't gonna happen. In so. a South Main Elf Sanctuary. I'm gonna to... burn down the endless sky like I, I burned down that barn. <laughs> they literally got a bag on their butt. Full of, like, they were the all whole gonna t- get the whole high. Town, the whole town's getting high. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as you get there, like before, like you're gonna get to the town. We're gonna get to the building. The well, then you're already high. Guess what? It's a city. <laughs> it's a city, not a town. It's a a little village. (laughs) (laughs) Goblin House Studios. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 24 of our actual play tabletop podcast. I'm Matt, and I play Shrimp Stomp. I'm Jojo, and I play Ninx. I'm Bianca, and I play Leilathia. I'm Spook Jam, and I play Galliot Delaric. Hey, everyone. I'm Cody, and I play Thord and Stronghollow. And I'm Adam. I am our game master. Well, when we left off, the party had an animated discussion in Martin's Inn. And then they came back to the city, and they stopped by the Temple of Umaira to see if the paladin they had heard of and seeking Shrimp Stomp was there. And he seemed to be, but he brushed the party off, but with a secret message to meet him at the nearby South Moon Sanctuary called the Endless Sky, which Leilathia has been to before, <laughs> and the rest of the party hated. But say Shrimp Stomp vie. stayed with me. He didn't like it, though. I remember everyone <laughs> did not enjoy it. Oh, Shrimp Stop was being nice. Being I nice. appreciate <laughs> his niceness. Listen, <laughs> we like to be able to breathe. The air in there is so oh, thick. and I mean, it's one of the most natural parts of air that you could get from this planet. Thank you. Smoggy? Guys, y'all are breathing in. A plant that only grows in the footsteps of a goddess. Disgusting. Foot juice plants. Well, we're friends with this guy, and look at all the things that grow off of him. That's true. Also disgusting. Yeah, would you smoke that? I have my own terrarium. Maybe if I could mix it with some sky thistle. (laughs) You're insane. (laughs) Well... We're all friends for some reason. She's (laughs) smoke-addled. That's the truth. Um, I'm excited to go. I'm glad that this is a stop on one of our many adventures together. I'm glad you're excited. (laughs) Hostility. I just want to go to the beach. (laughs) Well, the faster we get there and do what we need to do, the faster we can get to the beach. So how about that? Let's go, guys. (laughs) 
fuck's sakes. <laughs> Stop being prudes. So I, I assume that Shrimp Stomp and Leilothi are the front of the marching order. <laughs> yep. And the rest are just, man, <laughs> kicking little stones. <laughs> Grumbling. Like they made children. me ink. <laughs> Aw, you guys made me ink. The endless sky isn't far away, just a couple blocks. You probably wonder to yourself, this is a nice part of the city. Villas what, everywhere. Why do they allow such debauchery? Why is this oh hideous such, log such building? Such peaceful, peaceful,ness and, and acceptance such in de- such a. I doubt. I doubt you want to search through the city's records to find out no. the uh, origin of this building and who purchased the plot of land. But in any case, you smell it before you see it. Such degeneracy. It's just a haze. Hades. <laughs> now, there is a column of smoke from the many cooking fires inside the establishment. <laughs> we get you're immediately stoned within a ten foot radius. Maybe it's true. The door, the door is wide open. A little bit of smoke comes out of it. You smell that, guys? <laughs> oh God! Unfortunately, <laughs> oh my God, it smells like money. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Nix is already high. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a big wooden lodge, and the the walls are covered in the tapestries with little hunting scenes and pictures of caravans, real stylized, sewn into the tapestries. The floors are covered in rugs and skins, and everyone sits right on the floor. The tables are very low, have little cooking fires, big round tables of cooking fires in the center. And so everyone's just hanging out on these rugs, and there's dogs in there. Just haze, you can't even see the other side. Pure chaos! What? It's peacefulness as soon as you enter. Of which Thornton... None of. <laughs> it's not very loud either, it's, it's more more subdued. Except you hear the, the so sip. much smoke you could get snuck up on in the same room. If if this were a, if this were in a bad a worse part of town, that that's actually something to worry about. And see, but the thing is, though, is that you leave all of that ten feet before you even get to the building. <laughs> well, there's a a bard that you you saw last t- time, uh, Kanawe, this South Moon Elf with long blonde hair braided into two braids, playing a, a sitar in the middle of the room near the largest cooking pit. And as you enter, uh, another South Moon Elf with brown hair and red eyes slowly uh, approaches the group. Oh, welcome to the endless sky. Yes, I'm excited to be here again. I recognize you, oh, sister. Uh, it has been a minute, and I've seen many faces uh, from the last time I was here. Uh, I can't say that I that I recognize you, but I'm still glad to be here. Oh no, I was the I. It's my me and Kanawe. I'm Benawe. This is our place. Oh, I was waiting for him to say his name is Chad. <laughs> <laughs> no, my name is Benawe. Oh, hello, Jesus Christ. <laughs> This is my friend Shrimp Stomp. My name's Shrimp Stomp. I remember you too because 
It's rare to see one of your kind, but we welcome you around our fires. I'm still not used to this. I'm a goblin. <sighs> You're literally <laughs> breathing in the goddess. Or oh. You can't get any more close to the divine. The goddess of stench. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that rudely. Look. He's like a turtle. (laughs) Slowly gestures to one of the biggest tapestries. And it shows an enormous blue woman, real stylized and and blocky shapes. A stitched tapestry walking along and several really small people at her feet. So she must be really big. Nushkali. The spring rain. A nub nub situation on Nushkali. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, it, so, it matters how Strimstom's going to react to this. <laughs> okay, so in proportion to body, Umira cannot be beaten. Okay, that's uh, I, I figured. Nushkali is like fifty feet tall. Damn. So volume, she would take the cake. This is not a sexual podcast. But in proportion, no. Those are some very nice nub nubs for sure. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Why don't you have a seat? Okay. He sits right wherever he is. (laughs) To get lonely. That's We're <laughs> cooking a stag right now. Whoa. It's good. Thornton's outside. I bet you everybody... <laughs> Thornton doesn't even bother to go in. I bet you everybody within the first five minutes of being here has worked up an appetite, so that sounds wonderful. You just wait and absorb the vibe, and pretty soon your belly will be full, I promise. Vibes are filling? Um, while in they way, are sitting and absorbing um, the vibe, I was wondering if I could maybe take a look at some of the things that you have so I may restock for my adventures ahead. Oh, sure. Come right this way. Okay. <laughs> I sit next to Shrimp Stomp. He, he takes you to the other side of the... It's all one giant room. He takes you over to the other side and uh, opens up this chest. And inside it are all these smaller wooden boxes. And he opens them up and starts explaining the characteristics of each one. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, like, the different regions of South Moon where you get these from our footprints have different characteristics. Or time of the year. You would know all about it. Oh, yes. Um... I I gather all of the ones that impress me the most, and I come back to the group, practically tripping over them. It's so excited to show them all the things that I've I've collected, and how how crazy some of them smell. Wow, you need to talk slower. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. <laughs> okay, who all went into the building? I did. Everybody, Everyone but Thornton. But, but Thornton, he's. Watching the outside. Watching the interns. Okay. 
Think he doesn't want to get sitting there contact being type. her reverent self just because she doesn't know how to be anything else. But That's what she knows. No matter what the, the deity is, she always... I also let Moonshadow know that uh, the ones that he has picked have been set aside, and whenever he would like his share, just let me know. He has special ones that he likes. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm. has their preference. I'll be sure to let you know, Lelatia. He's he uh he curls up on one of the rugs and <laughs> he lays his ears down. So just just to let you guys know, Thornton is outside. He's like watching everyone who's like coming and going, and uh, he has uh he, he's got his pipe out and he's <laughs> some of his uh having dwarven, something a little bit familiar. Yeah, dwarven uh, black moss. You see this first because you're outside. Um, after a while, uh, two men in kind of brown and gray cloaks start approaching the place with their hoods pulled up. And uh, as they get close, they they well they look down at you. They're both human. Look up at them. <laughs> um, <laughs> one is Cassius, wearing plain, just peasant garments, and the other is, is some man you haven't seen. And so they look very incognito right now in plain clothes. And they stop, and Cassius sees you there. Master Thorin, wasn't it? Possibly. Is the rest of your group inside? Shrimp Stomp in particular? Aye, they are. Thank you. He, uh, he kind of steps into the doorway and looks around. And through the haze, you just see a man in a hood and a cloak. And you, you hear him turn to the man with him. Wait outside, please. The man nods and crosses his arms and just kind of stands outside the door. Not right next to you or anything, probably on the other side. But he's just watching the street. He's standing so close to you, in fact, you can feel him shifting. <laughs> his leg brushes your arm. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> you have a moment. <laughs> you have a moment. <laughs> Some uh, uh, sensual 80s uh, music starts playing. (laughs) Roll for seduction. (laughs) (laughs) This man in a hooded cloak uh, approaches you. And as he gets close, he pulls back the hood. And you see that it's Cassius. He's got the kind of graying hair, blue stormy eyes, chiseled jaw. And he's wearing just like the clothes of a random poor person on the street. Drama man's back to raise you up again. <laughs> Attempt number two. Hello, Cassius. Hello there, Shrimpstone. The air is thick in here. Yes. I chose this location because there would be no eyes or ears to, well, to be a problem. Do you mind if we went to that corner there just so we can have some more privacy? Looks over at Leilathia. It's your realm. There is there is a, a <clears throat> corner that kind of doesn't have anyone there. I'd I'd say if y'all need some privacy, that is. Yeah, he meant everybody. Uh, oh, all of us. Okay. <laughs> I, c- I couldn't. I didn't. But it, if you had been there, you'd see with the by the way he emoted. He meant everybody. Okay. Slowly get up and start wandering over that way. Okay. At this point, point you can't hear anything else that they're saying. Uh, um, moon, moon shadow. Please, please listen in on 
on parts that might need extra attention. Leilathia, I listen to everything that happens around me. You haven't told us smack nothing. (laughs) (laughs) He can actually hear Thoradin's conversation right now. (laughs) Oh, is there some golden negative information that you need? In this moment, I cannot tell you that I could think of those questions, but for right now, if you could just keep an eye on that situation. Oh, I will. He rolls his fox eyes. <laughs> We've secretly had the key to DM clues this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. You can't even remember your horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she's high all the time. <laughs> Imagine if I wasn't. Salmon elves are based <laughs> off of Mongolians who like live on their horses and stuff. So. They sound like... 80s white weed bros. Well, it's if you listed the characteristics of a lot of the Mongols, but added <laughs> but added weed, weed vibe, it would it would be deformed into that. So you gather up in the corner, and uh, Cassius kind of awkwardly crouches down. You can tell he's not used to this kind of environment. First of all, shrimp stomp I. Well, I'm sorry that you were cast out of the temple. Yeah, that was kind of weird. The high priestess has a very particular view of the goddess and how our faith should operate. I may not share it, but I am the protector of the temple, and I am subservient to her. Hmm. Seems pretty simple to me. You're just supposed to love everybody and, and do stuff that makes people happy. I agree with you in that interpretation of simplicity. I'm a straightforward man. But what we're discussing actually has a great deal to do with why I wish to speak with you. Okay. I'm glad word of it came to you. I had no way to contact you. Something we should remedy in the future. In a few weeks, the high priest who has been abroad will return to Rommel's. He would have the power to overrule Akina's decision. Oh, okay. The high priest's name is Magnotti. Magnotti! He's been traveling Ironar, searching for something called the Perfect Star. It came to Akina in a vision and seems quite profound. It's something that we must acquire for the good of the goddess. So he's been questioning temples all over the north. Okay. She didn't say anything about a perfect star when I saw her. I highly doubt she would discuss important matters in the faith with the goblin. No, I'm in Myra. Ah, of course. You, You met her. Yeah. I cannot know why the goddess does what she does or says what she says. Oh, okay. Me either. Nonetheless, it was found in one of Akina's visions, so we considered it important and worth researching. Although it will be quite unpopular at the temple, I am willing to organize an introduction to the high priest for you. Okay. 
he looks at your group, thinks for a moment. It, uh, he looks at Leilathia for a short while. Looks like he's, he's struggling to try to find a way to word something. The high priest appreciates beauty, and I, he would probably be more inclined, uh, to listen to you if a beautiful woman was present. He is, he is eccentric. Whoa. Yeah, pretty women are pretty, yes. They, uh, they definitely are, are nice to look at. He believes that beauty is one of the core, that it's very important to admire. That is his belief, and so it is. Do you hear that? We gotta make you pretty. We gotta make you pretty. You gotta make me pretty! <laughs> <laughs> no, it is the the feminine form that Magnati is. I don't have curves. <laughs> nope, you got riblets. <laughs> riblets. But more importantly, we need some way to contact each other. Yes, that, that would be good. Do you have some location that I can send messages to? Um, we do go see Martin a lot. <laughs> he he noticed Leilathia pointing at this like, here, place. Here, here, here. <laughs> <laughs> this would perhaps be better. I can leave messages with the innkeeper here, and you can leave them with them, and I will check periodically. Bro, this is an inn? Apparently they sleep on the floor. I, oh. I spend little time here. It is just That's weird, dude. <laughs> We've slept under a bridge. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> South Brunel's just this lay on the grass. <clears throat> Enjoy the outdoors. It's a lot of less lot less bugs on this floor than there was in them beds. I prefer rock. You mean sure. snacks. Those mm, <laughs> you'll make a snack out of you. Actually no, you're too stinky. Cassius kind of. <laughs> Is there anything you would ask of me, Frimstone? Well, I mean, you helping me to get another audience is super helpful because that's my mission. Is, is to let everybody know what Umara wants. Um, but it would be really nice to be able to see Umara again. Is, is there any way to know where she is? I'm afraid not. The gods have their own business. They go where they go. We, we cannot summon them. If you did see her, that is quite a blessing. You should always hold on to. I'm afraid there's only one deity that you can reliably find that you would not want to. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's one in the caves that I don't like, but I always know where he is. I avoid him. Ah, you refer to... Yes. Yes, I... That one as well. <laughs> that one's a bad one. Yeah, super bad. Gross. As is the other. But, um... No, it's, it's hard to think in here, so I don't know if I need anything from you. The innkeeper here is, um... Uh, Benawe. You can leave messages with him. Due to the nature of this place, I believe our communication would be secure, and, and there is no way Akina would hear of it. Okay, so we'll come back here 
and leave messages and pick up messages. I've been told it could be two to three weeks. And he arrives and back in Mamos, depending on circumstances, of course, weather, traveling conditions. Okay. Now, if that will be all, that is my message. Thank you. Um, and hopefully we'll see each other again soon. Perhaps so. Be safe. Bye. He stands up and tries to look dignified in this place and uh, walks out. He's getting a contact high. Nix goes behind. He's going to have to go have a nice bath to get all this <coughs> off of him. Nix follows, pulls on his, his leg of his and says, Thank you for, for risking it all to bring that to him. It is my duty, as I see it, to Myra. And, and she hands him a trinket. He reaches way down. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she, she tiptoes as far as she can, so he doesn't have to go. Another Thank range. you, young man. Looks <laughs> <laughs> down and shirt again. <laughs> My both to to my my sloth. Why do they keep calling me man? God, we had. Oh, it's like, finally been the question's finally been asked. <laughs> do you ask it to the people around? No, I just, oh, just kind to of to, to, okay. to, to the sloth. <laughs> okay, ask Sorry. it to his own beard. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside Thornton's just like looking at this other guy. It's like, so come here often. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. I can see why. <laughs> As can I. To feel you, please. My God, blush check. He <laughs> <laughs> reaches down and pats your bottom. <laughs> Smash his head with my hammer. <laughs> no one is watching. Stranger danger. <laughs> no one. Don't touch him. No one is watching. That's the important point. Well, I mean... Quite a few people are watching, but I think they're too uh, out of it to remember. To, uh, to remember. Certainly that. But no one from the temple would be found here, thus making it smart choice. Cassius walks out of the the uh, building in a cloud of smoke that he does not like. Puts his hood back. Catching some of the smoke in his hood as Probably he wrapping <laughs> it in his hair. <laughs> good day, Master Thornton. Oh, good day, uh, Master... Uh, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the man with him says he is Cassius, the high paladin of the sewing temple. He sure is high. <laughs> Whatever you say. The two men say no more, and they, they walk off around the corner. Meeks follows them out and tells Thornton, Hey, I'm um, Mr. Thornton. If anybody is looking for me, I'm going over here to the gym shop. To, to your rock store, yes, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go over to the gym shop? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you go in. Big glass counter. Everything is nice and tiled with expensive mosaics. And there's a solemnity man with a turban and a big blue cloak behind the the counter looking at something with a tiny uh, little eyeglass. 
and he looks up and sees you. Um, um, kind sir, I have something of value, and I need to have it appraised. Oh, is that so? Yes. Let us see it. And it was a family, and I don't, I'm not going to give names. I'm being as vague as possible, and I'm going to say, and it was a family heirloom. Fair enough. So I, I go up to the counter, and I, I look around, and I just find, like, stools, and I stack them on top. <laughs> you get way up there. <laughs> and I hand it, hand him the, oh, the I ring. See. He gets his, his little spyglass again and starts examining it really close. That was so long ago, I have to see how much those gems were worth. <laughs> so he looks at it for a while. He gets this a tiny instrument with a tip so fine it's like a needle and kind of starts picking at it because it was, it had some, uh, I mean, it was caked in dirt. And he keeps going, hmm. Hmm. And of course, the the center part is where that pearl was mm-hmm. that you took off for the spell. Uh, but he's looking at these six small red gems. These are somewhat valuable, young master. Again, I looked at my shirt. I <laughs> um, started doing uh, it again. It's a pity that the. It must have been a pearl is missing, but... Yes. Um, we needed the pearl for something. And and I was wondering how much that's worth and if you had any pearls. I do have pearls for sale, yes. How many would that buy? Uh, the entire ring. It would buy you two. Can... Can I have them? Can I purchase them? Let me look at the ring a little further and do a small test. Alrighty. This will take a little bit of time. He uh, pours some fluid out of a, a bottle, a flask. And, while, and I go, while you do that, I'm going to go outside and talk to my friend. I will be right back to make sh- to get further on my honor, I will be here working on this young master. All right. So I run out and I talk to Thornton. Hey, hey, Mr. Thornton? Hey, hey, what, what is it? You, you know that ring that I got? Hey. I took it in there, and I can possibly buy two of, of the pearls that we need with that one ring. Well, that's, that's good news. Do Would you possibly come in with me so that it... He, we make sure that we're not going to get robbed. Mm. I see. I, I see what you're doing with this. I am. Alrighty. So I'll, I'll accompany Nate's her. Nate's only looks in. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll accompany her. Uh, accompany the uh, the young lad. Okay. If, so, you, if you follow the young lad, what are you in the um, the endless sky doing? Are you unconscious? He's <laughs> <laughs> just cogged I'm out, just, dude. My head. Uh, Shrimpstall's head's definitely swimming. You have some stag in front of you now. Well cooked. Great. <laughs> smells good. Uh, definitely uh, be diving into that as well. His brain is not working. <laughs> I think Galliot took his 
to go eat outside for a bit. He does. I wasn't expecting to feel like he was on a ship from some air. <laughs> There's a nice little area not far, a small courtyard with some planted trees and benches and little fountains. So you can have this nice little out of the way spot. Too. She's going to take a break. <laughs> I imagine like Lothia is just like going through her like various packs of uh, <laughs> like, completely unaffected. You know, uh, I am eating, enjoying myself. Uh, finally to focused, the music. not out of it. You can catch up with other South Moon elves. They um, can... That as well. Conversating with other passer throughers. <laughs> passer throughers. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, just enjoying this peaceful moment before we we head out. Very good. Before we get to the beach episode. <laughs> okay, Thoradin, you followed the young lad into the gem shop. And you see there's a solemnity man is dipping the ring in some kind of solution and examining it with his little jeweler's glass. And he looks up to see you enter with, with Nynx and... So he nods respectively and then goes back to looking at it. No, just like kind of give him a nod. I'm not going to interrupt his work. So after a while, he finishes whatever process he is uh, doing. Absolutely, young master. I believe that is a deal we could make. And, and, and are these pearls of high quality or low quality? Let us discuss that. I'm gonna, Thornton. I need to make you a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need to make you a roll. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen, if you need it. Uh, it'll be in a moment. He uh, gets out this tray with a piece of velvet on it, and on it, several pearls. And the tray has these little slots, so the pearls are kind of set in these little grooves on the velvet. Mm-hmm. And he goes off to the side, and there's a lower counter uh, that for him is, is much closer to the ground. And he sits on a little stool and places them out. And he starts describing to you the the qualities of them. Some are of lower quality. And uh, as he shows you the nicer ones, he said uh, these which are most appropriate for jewelry and nice things um they're worth about a hundred gold a piece and so this ring would would net two of them is, is what he tells you thornton go ahead and roll a uh see what would be appropriate and how much is the ring worth he, he's not outright saying mm, he's been sauce. i guess insight See, that's why Nynx... I think Insight. That's why Nynx went and got... Or do you have a crafting skill? Hmm? No, it's, let's do Insight. That's a big fat 11. Mm. Well, it's not a 1. I have a plus, uh, plus 6 to my Insight. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's not a crafting check-in. That would probably fall under performance. Probably. Uh, I could, well, I could kind of see that, except for the charisma aspect. But anyway, you can you can leave all that out. No, make him do an acrobatics check, <laughs> <laughs> a sleight of hand check. <laughs> you can, uh, just as a dwarf, being involved in the 
crafting of things, jewels are put into weapons sometimes. You, you've definitely got some knowledge, mm. even if it's not your specific thing. Um, you can, you can see the, the values in the difference in value of the pearls and, and that, that seems legit to you. Um, but maybe that he's just stay, saying this straight trade for two for the ring. You know, it's not very specific. He's not saying how much the ring is worth, you know, no other information. And he assumed she was wanting the most expensive ones from the get-go. You don't necessarily detect any deception, but... You know the quality needed for the spell? You would know that, and that would be uh, the highest value. Mm. Those that are a hundred. That's why I said we needed the high. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the last pearl we used was caked in mud. <laughs> what what you might think, your first thought is, well, if we put a pearl back into this, it would sell for much more mm-hmm. than just two pearls. So, you know, you could do the math and wonder if you could get more money by repairing it and but then he may want to do that himself, so he would just rather have the ring for the two pearls mm-hmm. and eat him with three or four in the end. So your dwarven math is, is that's why I brought best. that's why I brought you in. Oh, I thought well, you were I thought you were bringing me in for muscle. Yeah, that's what I thought too at <laughs> no, first. No, I was. I need you to beat up this shopkeeper. So I <laughs> no, I was bringing you in. Gonna rob this guy. No, <laughs> I just need some I, backup. One was for muscle, and two because he knew crafting. So if we could just straight up buy one of these fancy pearls. And then repair the ring, sell it for much more. You'd have to have, you'd have to have him. You'd have to pay him to repair it. Yeah, we. And then for him to buy it afterwards, he he's gonna make sure that he he doesn't lose too much in the mm. process. Get so, someone else to buy it because he could just get get rid of these pearls, fix it himself, and then have an item of great value. And we could just sell him the two rubies and keep the. The gold part of the ring, or the the five stones. You could ask him how much it's just the, the rubies are worth. And then he can't repair the ring himself. He has to create something new. You just have to start over with all new stones. Hey, um, so I kind of explain that to Ning's and like, uh, g- give us a moment. Of course. He goes back to looking at it. Uh, and explain that to Ning's. And I, I say, okay, Mr. Thornton, wait, that's why I brought you in, was so that you could help me decide the best, because cause we need f- five, right? Five. And you need, uh, bare minimum, we need four more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those who have a collar piece in their possession, you need four. Because yeah. you've already successfully done one mm-hmm. for uh, Galia. It's like, all right, look. We can do this, get these two, potentially find another one down by the beach. I'm personally doubtful on that front. However, I can make a few uh, a few things. We could settle them, come back, and buy this. Or we can wait, potentially find a pearl, get it put into this, sell it back to him for more. I will leave that up to you. Oh, 
Okay, we'll take it. Since it's, you know, your ring. We'll take it. You'd imagine he's listening to this because he's uh, he like, 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 like kind of like polar to the Are side. We, did did we leave the... No, like, like, like into a corner. Okay. You're just behind That's a different fine. display. <laughs> he's, he's a master haggler that we're we looking for um, any angle. Um, but then the only problem is, is then that would be one of the pearls we could have used. I personally think we should go ahead and take this deal. Get these two. You can find, you guys can find whatever it is we're going to be looking for at the beach. Okay. I can make some items and we can sell them and we can and get, get more. Get come back and get, get more. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so you want to sell the ring? Yes. To get two pearls. Yes. Not that I really want to sell the ring, but we do need. Okay, so you approach the counter again. Yes. Young master? Um um Mr. Jim guy, we we will we will sell you the ring for for two of your high quality. A wonderful decision, quite a deal, in fact. Yeah, and, go ahead. And, and may Earth Mother shine her grace down on you for giving for for doing this for us. Oh, and to you as well, young master. He puts two in a, in a, this nice, fancy looking leather bag, <clears throat> and hands it down to you on a string. It is a pleasure doing business with you. Thank you. And she, normal thinks, she she gives him a little extra, I guess you could say a tip. She gives him a trinket. Is it an organic trinket or a stone? It's more of a stone. Okay. He takes that with his bare hand and starts examining it. Because, I mean, we're in a rock shop, so she would have, Be one of her most precious stones that she's like, found and taken care of and done whatever with and so nice he he takes it and begins to scrutinize it perhaps admire it thank you young master pleasure doing business with you he looks quite happy with his side of the purchase yes and thank you very much for your time anytime young master he starts putting the tools away and I put my, I put the pearls down in my little pack in. And I put all the stills back where I found them. Oh, that's, that's kind of you. And then I leave the shop. And I go back into where everybody else is. All right. You've got two more pearl. Hell yeah. They don't know yeah, yet. We don't know yet, but. <clears throat> put them in your inventory. That's a, that's a out of character. Is that two pearls I smell? <laughs> How could you smell anything? <laughs> All right, do you gather up your your high companions uh, in the? In the I sky? smell kidneys. Yeah. Shrimp stomp stumbles out of there with half of his food just hanging out of his mouth. He's got like, a piece of a leg just <laughs> he's bit down on it, but it's just hanging out. <laughs> okay, okay, he's stumbling out. Well, Manawe bids you happy trails. Thank you. May thank the you. spring rains bless you. They shall. They shall. All right, y'all kind of gather up in the uh, next episode. You'll begin 
the beach episodes. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, follow, mail us happy letters, comment, all the good things that we need. Um, and we'll see you next time. You can follow us on Twitter at Goblin House ST. You can follow us on Facebook at Goblin House Studios. And you can also follow us on TikTok and Snapchat at Goblin House Studios. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Bye.